Hi, I'm Haley, author of the book blog, Brook and Binding. I'm Maddie, upcoming debut author, and this is Lit Sis. Hello, Lit Sis nerds. Hello, everybody. Back. <laughs> We're here with our um, long-awaited book review. Woohoo! Of, of Anthony Horowitz's The Sentence is Death. Yeah, I am so excited to talk about this. If you guys have already seen on Broken Binding earlier this week, I already posted my review and my rating. So I guess I kind of spoiled myself. I gave like myself this like spoiled, I don't know. So, you know, if you've already read that, awesome. But we're definitely going to go into more depth. Um, if you still haven't, feel free to read it. Um, but kind of like what we've been doing, we're going to give our ratings. We're going to talk about it pretty vaguely, but still giving you a good description. And then we're going to have a spoiler section, Woo! which you already know because we've probably already said that. Um, but I'm really excited to talk about it. And this is the first time that we have actually discussed this book after both it we haven't actually talked about it prior to the recording of this exact moment so we have no idea what the other person's gonna say what the other person thought all we know is each other's ratings but we're gonna kind of get into depth of why and just kind of discuss the book and also encourage that you listeners should read it oh yeah and that goes for any of the books obviously that we review that you think sound good all of these books are already released we're not talking about anything that's like advanced reader copy um so you can feel free to stop by your local library or bookstore um and pick your copy up if it sounds good to you and that's what we love to do for you guys too like we're not over here trying to boast like oh yes this is an advanced reader copy it doesn't come out for three months but i'm going to tell it to you now mm-hmm. we are here to tell you about books that you can read right now that after you listen to this podcast you can go and pick it up at your local bookstore or order on amazon or thrift books or however you get your books we don't want you guys to be waiting in anticipation mm-hmm. and we also as you guys know we've talked about this before we don't talk about these things to like boast of like yes look how many books I've been reading and I finished another book um I had a friend of mine comment on the broken binding page on Instagram she messaged me and was like how many like how much do you read a day because how are you able to get all these books done and I don't want you guys to be discouraged or like feel because it kind of felt like she was like Because she's a big reader as well, but she also has three kids. And I think it's a little bit harder for her to find the time to to sit down and read. But that doesn't mean, like, you can't. It's just finding some priority. But sometimes that's hard. So, again, we don't do these things to make you guys feel like, oh, I'm the worst reader ever. Or, like, man, I'm never going to be able to read as much as them. We've talked about that stuff in previous episodes. So, Go ahead and check those out. But yeah, and I also I also feel like we've talked about so many times in previous episodes how bad we can get yes. at reading. Oh yeah. Like, and how much we hold a standard to ourselves and how much we're trying to give ourselves grace. Oh so definitely. By means, this is never about boasting. In fact, sometimes I think we do the opposite. We just <laughs> humble ourselves on this. Oh podcast. yeah. Oh yeah. Like I told I texted Maddie earlier this week. I said, 
you know, my goal this month is to try to read one book a week. And that can sound like a lot for some people. And honestly, the book I'm trying to get done, it's already like late in the week. And I still have, I think, almost half of the book to go. And I, I don't even know if I'm going to be able to finish it, but that's okay. It's like giving myself some form of a goal. And if I don't reach it, that's totally okay. But at least I'm kind of working towards something. And also, I just have a ton of books this month that I'm really wanting to read. So I'm like, oh, I can read this one. I can read this one. And I think I'm just excited to try to read one a week at least. But we'll see. You never know. You never know. It's so true. And I think you used to have the goal earlier this year to read five books a month. Wasn't that right? Yes. Well, that was because I wanted to pass my Goodreads goal, which, by the way, I noticed on if you go to Goodreads on their website and look at your reading challenge, not on your app, but on the computer, mm-hmm. you can see past reading no. challenges. Uh-huh. Oh, my yep. gosh. I'm going to go right now. It's on the right-hand this. side. Oh, my gosh. I'm actually literally going to freak out. I yep. actually don't even know to log in. I think I'm on Facebook. But, oh, my gosh. That is – that's crazy. I'm so happy about that. I know. I saw that, and I was I like, literally oh, just said that. I literally was just saying that last episode mm-hmm. about how badly I wish I could look at previous ones. Mm-hmm. Well, you can. Wow. I am, I am so encouraged now. I'm so happy. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Um, but, yeah. And, well, you were trying to get your reading – challenge done we talked about this last week but before the baby came mm-hmm. so that's why you were five at a time yeah but look at you you're still reading a lot well so. i only read three this last month but one of them was pretty lengthy it was like over 600 pages so i like to think that i read like two or three in them <laughs> because of that one book but mm-hmm. anyway i feel like that was i feel like it's time to dive in i feel I feel ready. I hope read. I hope our readers and lit sisters are ready too. All right. So, first off, let's just kind of talk about what the sentence of death is about. Okay. Haley, would you like to give a good summary? You're really good at summary. Oh, thanks. You know, actually, I do have. Like I said, the Brooklyn Binding um, review is up already. Um, so feel free to read uh, on all of those posts not on my Instagram post. I just give the rating on my Instagram post and kind of like my overall thoughts for the month that I read. Um, But then on the actual Brook and Binding website, which the link is in in the bio, brookandbinding.wordpress.com, I usually do the first half. They're not super long, but the first chunk is usually um, the summary and kind of like a little bit of my thoughts going into the book and then I'll do like a little star like kind of dot 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 kind of thing and then mm-hmm. below that I give more of like what I actually thought of it my rating and why um so feel free to dive into that if you're wanting a little bit more descriptive stuff as well so also you have to excuse some of the background noises if you guys hear it I am currently enjoying this beautiful overcast day and I'm outside. So, what? I you know. are outside. You have a life outside of books. I know. It's crazy. And my child is awake and my dog is happy. And that's all that matters right now. Has your child been awake this whole time? Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Also, 
side note again, I'm on your Goodreads challenge now looking at oh, the no amount way. of books you've read. And you have surpassed your goal every year by a lot. And you've always read more than me. Really? Which is so weird because I feel like people always consider me the reader, but you've read more than me. Totally. Wow. Because 2017, my goal was 30, your goal was 37. And I read 44 books, and you read you read 62. Yeah, I, like, so, doubled it almost. Yeah, so, like, if you look at that percentage-wise, I know we're getting off track here. And I will, I'll actually read the summary of what you wrote about the, uh, Oh, go about for the it. About Murder, because, like, I have your book and binding pulled up, because why would I not? You're amazing. Yeah, I reviewed, um, I reviewed, I've reviewed both of them so far. Yeah, you have. Um, so, I'm just going to actually, I don't even remember how I found it the reading challenge how do you get to that again go to your reading challenge and then on the oh, side I see it now. so so 2017 you your goal was a, your percentage goal was 168 percent and mine was 147 pretty Ooh, close but yeah. you still but you my goal was lower mm-hmm. and you read near you read 18 books more than me wow and then but you also read a bunch of books I and did then, have to read a good chunk for school. So I was yeah. usually always reading one for school and one or two for fun. Yes. And then your goal for 2018 was 48 and minus 40. And I read 52 books and you read 54. So you read more books than me, but I had a lower goal. And so I had read 130% of my goal and you read 113. But again, you still read more books than me. That's crazy. But this might change. Oh, yeah. This year way past already. 2019, you had a goal of 29, which is the first year you've had a goal lower than me because my goal was 52. And we've already explained why. Yes, we already explained why because, baby, I have read 49 and you have read 40. So you're at 138% and I'm at 94%, but I've read nine more books than you. Mm-hmm. And my reading challenge told me that I'm 14 books ahead of schedule. Wow. I love how we were just like, we're not here to boast, and I'm kind of in this boasting mode. <laughs> well, it's cool it's because fine. we just talked about it last week of like, man, I wish I could yeah. remember how many, like, how many that I've read and how many I surpassed, and there it is. Yeah. Bam. And now I know. Now I know. Mm-hmm. All right. So going back to the sentences that I'm going to read directly from brookandfinding.wordpress.com, which is Amy's book blog. Um, her description of what the sentence of death is about. So just pretend like this is Hazy's voice. I know, we sound kind of similar. <laughs> the sentence is death follows the same creative narration of a murder mystery novel as the first book, The Word is Murder, um, with Anthony writing himself into the novel as he follows Detective Hawthorne on another murder case. A famous divorce lawyer and winds up dead in his living room, stabbed by a large bottle in the neck with the numbers 182 painted on its wall. It is a Hawthorne Horowitz to try and solve the case before anyone else winds up dead and the murderer is justice. Let's just hope we can get along well enough for that to happen. So I love that you, I love your description of it. I also think, though, it's kind of funny that I think, I personally think that Hawthorne and Horowitz get together, like work together so much better in this book than the word is murder. I totally agree. They definitely are like a lot nicer to each other and like Horowitz, like Anthony. Horowitz spends like the entire time just wanting to he's like, he's like I just want to know more about Hawthorne mm-hmm. and yeah so that's a side note but basically that's the book is the premise is like it starts with like Anthony Horowitz is working on like a film shoot and he and then Hawthorne comes and he like ruins the shoot and he's like there's been another murder 
And so then Anthony joins him in this investigation of yet another murder mm-hmm. um, of a divorce lawyer. And there's like a bunch of like little stuff. So like small details where the person that he had just been, um, the person that he had just been defending was like a famous, uh, like a famous author's husband. Mm-hmm. Um, and the famous author had like gone to like a restaurant he was at after like she lost the case and like spilled wine on his head and like wish that there had been a wine bottle that she would have hit him with is what like it's a quote mm-hmm. but she's like no no no, i was just gonna pour more wine yeah on him. and so like initially you have this initial suspect and all these kind of like intricate pieces and i think and i i love the sentence's death because like the predecessor there is just so many tiny little details that all converge into one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't know. It just, I think that there are two, we'll get, when we get to the spoiler section, we'll get into like a little bit more detail, but I just think that they, it kind of, this is a side note, but it kind of reminds me of Mary Poppins and Mary Poppins returns. Oh, <laughs> this is kind of random, but like if you've seen the original Mary Poppins, there's a kind of magic to it. It's beautiful. It's fascinating. And then when we went and saw Mary Poppins Returns, I remember thinking to myself, man, I feel like this isn't going to stand up to the same Mary Poppins because that was absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. And it's not like a re- remake of Mary Poppins, but it comes from like the same mold where it has like the same kind of magical feeling and like the mm-hmm. same kind of songs and mm-hmm. the same kind of adventures without being the exact same. It's mm-hmm. like it's from the same mold, it's from the same creation. It's not trying to be something that it's not. It's literally like, oh my gosh, it's just like a continuation of Mary Poppins and nothing has really changed. Mm-hmm. And that's how I kind of see these as like, oh, like they're made from the same mold. It's just a continuation. Like nothing is changing. You're not trying to make things different. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's what I initially took from the sentence. I was like, oh, wow, this follows a very similar pattern and I like it. Well, see, I agree, but I also kind of disagree because when we read the word is murder, which I believe we've talked about in like maybe best books of 2018. Um, was it in 2018? Let me look at my reading channel. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure. Cause we, I, I remember us talking about it in, in some way. We also read magpie. Uh, magpie the, murders. Yeah. Magpie murders as well. Yeah. We did read that in, yeah. in early 2018, but I'm pretty like, sure we talked about it in like, best books of 2018 the thing that blew my mind with the first book was the fact that he actually like writes himself into the novel I don't know if you picked up on that but the author Anthony Horowitz is a character Anthony Horowitz like it it's it's just so crazy because it it, he writes it in a way that feels like it's nonfiction, but it's fiction and so like there are times where you're like wait okay so that's actually a that's actually a book that he wrote. That's actually a movie he's working on. Yeah. But this character but isn't real. And like which part of this is real and not and it's it's just so crazy. And the books that we're reading, he's like writing them in the book. Like mm-hmm. I don't know, help me out, Mad. Like, okay, so he describes like in the book he's like, Oh yeah, I'm working on the word is murder. And it's not, but it's not been published yet. And like, that's just what, like, he just says that about, um, like, in the beginning of the book when Hawthorne's talking to him, he's like, yep, like, working on, working on this new one or working on the next one. Mm -hmm. Um, 
Uh, and then he, and then like, but here's the thing that blew my mind um, was, I, this isn't really a spoiler, but at the end of this book, did you read the acknowledgements? I did. Yes. Crazy. Okay, the, the acknowledgements were crazy because he literally in his acknowledgements, like, thanks characters in the book yeah like he like he like because there's that one part that has to do with like caving yeah he's like he's like thanks to dave blah 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 for walking me through the cave thing and dave is a character in the book yeah so he he writes it and i tripped on that i fell backwards on my chair (laughs) he writes it in a way that's like the acknowledgements even make it sound like it's a real yeah real like like series and like i kind of want it to be real like yeah it's kind of like with um it's kind of like got a taylor jenkins read feel to it where he creates characters and he creates such a world that makes you think this has they are these real people like with taylor jenkins read with like seven husbands of evelyn hugo or um daisy jones and the six which is becoming a movie that's crazy i know evelyn hugo needs to become a movie to be honest Uh, yeah it does but like those characters feel so real like you find yourself looking them their names up like was this a real person like you're like googling like evelyn hugo or like whatever and you're like wait a second it's just so these authors just have such a way of capturing real life characters that make you just it just blows your mind it makes you question if this is a real person or not and the fact that he actually is a real person and he's in his book throws it off even more i mean it's crazy and like it's not like i want it to be real because i want these people to have died or anything like that's not that but it's like i like the character of hawthorne like as much as he's like weird mm-hmm. but like i like the idea of anthony horowitz like being like whisked away on these like uh-huh journeys. and like you know it's not real because like the way that like the cases are solved yeah like, who does it yeah it's not like it's unrealistic to be true but yeah like i like and I, mean, and I understand that there it's are very Sherlock Holmes, but it, it, yes, it's very Sherlock Holmesy. It's very much like, like there's no real, like Hawthorne, like knows when it's the person. Mm-hmm. Like it might take him a while to figure it out, but once he figures it out, he knows it without a doubt, mm-hmm. even before they have the confession of the person. Like he just knows that it's yep. true. Yeah, and it's very Sherlock Holmesy, mm-hmm. which is great. But it's just that's just not how the real world works. Yeah, um, or like. Or he's he's definitely so aware of specific details. He's like, Anthony will be like, well, how did you know that I was in a rush today? He's like, well, I noticed that, like, your shirt like, is you off your, button. Yeah, yeah. yeah, or then there's, like, no water on your shoes because it rained. And so you've been, you haven't been outside since it's rained. Or, like, little yeah, things so, like, like you that. Took a, like, you took a private driver and all this stuff. Like, he just noticed, yeah, he notices these Sherlocky details. Mm-hmm. It's so crazy. It's just, and I think that's what makes the writing style so beautiful is, like, it feels, and it also just kind of feels like Anthony Horowitz is just, like, writing down his thoughts. Mm-hmm. Not in, like, a jumbled way, but, like, in a very writerish way, mm-hmm. which is how I write, kind of. Yeah. I, like, see myself in his writing a lot. Um, and so I just, I just thoroughly enjoy it. And I think, honestly, like I said before, I think the thing that really got me this time was, like, those acknowledgments. Yeah, I like, saw that. You just, like, when I was reading those, I was like, wait is this real life? <laughs> is this a real person? I don't know. Is this a real person? But it is, it is fiction. It's a fictionalized version of himself. He even describes his wife at one point and like their workspace together. Mm-hmm. And I was like, 
I was like, is this even real? Like, Well, I always think that when he's talking about real people or, like, his real life, like, I feel like that's, like, like when he's on the set of the movie or when yeah. he's talking with his wife. Like, I feel like those are interactions or things that if they didn't actually happen could potentially have happened. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's kind of like a fictional character walks in and then everything changes. And then, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. It's just so but, I mean, good. This, there's no book series like it I mean, no. that I know of. And he kind of does something. Well, I don't know. Well, it's, it is very... Okay, so I've got two thoughts. One, it is very Sherlock Holmesy because Watson writes down Sherlock's stuff. Mm-hmm. So that's, I think, the inspiration. Because, be. yeah, and he even kind of says that. He's like the Watson to the Holmes. And, mm-hmm. but also in his book, Magpie Murders, it's not that he himself is in the story, but it's kind of like the, it's a, the, a book within a book. Yeah. So it's like these characters are talking about a specific book and a storyline. And then all of a sudden, the book shows up in while you're reading. Like, you start to see, like, mm-hmm. a title page and chapters. And a whole new story takes place. And then you read that whole book. And then afterward, the character from the beginning is like, so once I finished that book, I sat down and I blah, blah, blah. And you're like, what? Like, he just is so creative mm-hmm. with using writing and telling stories in, in just ways that you've never experience before I really feel like he's branching out and taking some leaps and bounds that like I don't know anyone else has done in literature before I mean it's it's absolutely splendid to read and then um, and I know we're going on and on about how the writing is but this is a huge aspect as to why we rate his books usually really high because of that creativity and how well the characters are developed yeah, it's, I mean, it's absolutely spectacular. And Haley, did you know, actually, that there is an Anthony Horowitz book that we haven't read besides the Alex Ryder series? Yeah, isn't it the uh, House of Silk? That, and there's another one. What? It's called Moriarty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the second one, I think. Yeah. I think the no, House of Silk and more. Oh, really? Right. I thought they go I don't know. Actually, I could be wrong. Someone asked. The someone at my okay, so there's a favorite my favorite bookstore that I ever go to. It's where my family and I we go camping. There's a bookstore there. I was there Haley this summer, and the, I was talking. So that's where I got the the word is mur- uh, the no the sentence is dead. And the lady who was at the bookstore that was helping me was like, "Oh yeah, well have you read this Anthony Horowitz?" And then she pulled out Moriarty, and she's like, "It's it's like sure." Holmesy, and you would really like it. And I think she said it was just the one. I could be. Oh, maybe the house of so um, maybe the house of silk uh, or whatever is book. a fictional piece that he talks about in the book that makes you think it's real. I don't know. No, I definitely think that think? it is a real. Oh wait, no, you're it. right. It is the second one. You're right. Yeah, because I just looked it up. It's Sherlock Holmes number two, and the number one I'm pretty sure is mm-hmm. the house of silk. Yeah, we gotta read those next on the reading list. We got two more. We gotta read. Woo! Can't wait. 
because I I feel like no. And we've talked previously too that my husband has read his previous series, um, the Alex Ryder series, um, and has loved his writing for that as well. Um, But we haven't gotten into those because they're they are kind of more YA, which we're not Mm -hmm. against. I actually just ordered a YA book like two nights ago. No. I told you I ordered the newest, um, the five, five dark fates. Yeah. 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 So exciting. I cannot wait. It's a signed edition. Um, yeah. And that's, and I, yeah, exactly. But so we're not against YA, obviously. Um, but we're definitely out of a season of yeah. YA, though. I think we've read yeah. a lot of YA. But we're definitely out of that. Yeah, more. but we've started but really enjoying reading. his writing because of the murder mystery, thrillery, solving the crime aspects. So, yeah, mm-hmm. we have to check those out. Mm hmm. Hmm. So, Haley, oh, yeah. before we get into our spoiler section, let's. I feel like we've kind of discussed the book oh, itself, yeah. but we don't know what each other's ratings are. So Probably. I think our ratings are the same, though. I gave it five stars. So what do you rate it? Awesome! Hey, me too! Yeah. Hey. <laughs> um, and I think we kind of laid mm-hmm. out why we've given it five stars. Um, yep. Just in the context of his writing, in the book itself... It reminds me of. Well, I'll, I can say something that's not very spoilery. Um, but a part of. Uh, well, you also can see. Go for it. What I put on my, um, Brooklyn binding, um, but a, something that I really liked was, the plot twists. Like he really caught me off guard with this one, in a yes. way that, it was kind of like, okay, so you know how we had talked about in, um lock every door where it was like oh you think uh, you think it's going to be this one way but it's not but okay but also too I was paying attention to how many pages were left and in the story Mm -hmm. he was already like essentially like I've solved the case and there was kind of a yeah oh sorry yeah horror right here Give me one second. Okay. Yeah, so he was like, oh, yeah, I've solved the case. And there was still a little bit of book left. And then all of a sudden he's like, he's like, oh, another twist. And you're like, what? Uh And then he takes you on, like, another journey, which is so fun. Like, that definitely added to, because I was kind of like, oh, I was feeling kind of disappointed of, like, Oh, it's solved. Like he solved it already. Wow. Me too. And then it's like, wow, something else got thrown in there. And then you're like, oh, ooh, and it like really recaptured yeah. my attention. So that was some. It didn't feel like a no. yeah. It didn't feel like a very exactly. Anthony Horowitzy ending. Exactly and then right. it continued, which was nice. Yeah. And so it just it was a phenomenal book. I can't even say if I can yeah. compare the word is murdered two sentences death. I, I think I'll always kind of like the word is murder first, better just because that was our yeah, first, first introduction, introduction to him to Anthony and Horowitz. that the style of writing that he has like developed. 
But in the upcoming spoiler section, I will talk about why oh, yeah. parts of Sentence but of Death really quick, I like If this sounds better. interesting to you, there is hope that more are coming out. So go ahead and check out Word is Murder and The Sentence That's of true. Death. We've been trying to guess what the potential other book titles would be. Um, so feel free to send us some of your ideas as well. But my what current idea say? is the book is finished. The page is the I don't page really remember. Done or oh yeah, I was or do you say something about paragraph? Uh-huh. Or like the paragraph, something is about finished. being finished, or I don't remember. Yeah, because yeah, it feels like because he jokes in mm-hmm. the book that there's a, a three book contract, but. There's no on Goodreads. Well, this one did just come out earlier yet. this year. Mm-hmm. That is true. But we're hoping for a third one. Hey, Haley, why is your book blog called Brook and Binding? Well, Maddie, if you'd like to point out that you named it, then that's why you want to talk. No, I'll say. I'll say. Maddie did help name my book blog. When I was looking for something to... I was looking for a title for my book blog. Maddie suggested this awesome alliteration. And it's because my middle name is Brooke. And binding as in the binding of books. So I think it's pretty clever. And obviously you can take all the credit for it. Why, thank you. But if you want any credit for your awesome book blogs... It all goes to Haley because she's the one who writes them. I do not. I have a book Instagram at Maddie Reads a lot. I write like one sentence. So if you really want to hear, read, see, whatever the word is, read about some interesting book reviews, head on over to brookandbinding.wordpress.com or go to at brookandbinding on Instagram. Okay. So now we are getting into our fun spoiler section. Okay, I got some I got some stuff to say about this book because I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. Go for it. Okay. Well, to begin. Okay, so the spoiler the spoilers that I really want to talk about obviously have to do with the ending. Okay. But mainly I want to talk about the framework of the book. Okay. Because I kind of hinted at it like it comes from like the same like mold as the mm-hmm. first book. Mm-hmm. But I it's crazy to me how much how many similarities there are between the word is murder and the sentence is death when it comes to the book itself. Okay. Well tell me. Okay, so in the word is murder and the sentence of death there's someone that dies. Mm-hmm. Word of murder, there's a second person that dies. Sentence of death, there's a second person that dies. It's just that the second person that dies in the word is murder is afterwards, and the second person that dies in the sentence of death is before the first death. Mm-hmm. And they're linked somehow. One mm-hmm. is a mother and her son, and one is these two friends. There's an accident in the past that is involved with the people that died. The, the, the mom had accidentally hit a kid. This is spoilers for both. Accidentally hit a kid. And in the sentence is death, the two friends that died had gone caving with the third friend whom they left to die and, and drown. Accidents that have secrets behind them and have something and 
believe that there is some sort of connection between the two. However, the difference is, in the word is murder, the whole accident with the kid was a complete red herring. It had nothing to actually do with why the mom and her son were murdered. It was something completely different mm-hmm. that didn't have anything to do with the accident. Sentence of death differs only in the fact that the accident did have a reason, did associate itself with the reason why these two men died. Mm-hmm. And then the people who did it were both sideline characters that were either never talked about but made sense that it was them or they were barely talked about very hinted at and never considered a prime suspect Hmm. that's what those are my major spoilers of like when I was reading the sentence of his death and they started getting into this like accident in the past I was like ooh this either is going to have nothing to do with it Or it's going to be a change and have something to do with it, which, which is, what, is which is what he did. Well, it's super interesting because he even says that in the book. He says he doesn't reference the word as murder like the previous case, but he does say like, okay, well, there's two options because this this book, Anthony is trying to solve the crime before Hawthorne does. Like he's like got this pride mm-hmm. thing going of like I I like can pick up on details just like him. I hear the same conversations. I go to the same places. Like, I should be able to solve this, too. And yeah. so he's like, so this is me trying to sit down and solve this crime. And mm-hmm. so he goes through and he's like, well, if this ac- accident is actually related then th- like to the murders from like mm-hmm. the accident in the past, then these are the suspects. But if it isn't, and it's just a red herring, then these are the actual suspects, and this is actually what happened. Mm-hmm. And it's just so interesting because he essentially talks about and like brings up what you were talking about right now. Mm-hmm. Like, well, there's two sides. These are two options. And let's see which one actually makes the most sense. Mm-hmm. And so that for me was the most intriguing part. And so when I was reading the sentence of is death, there were parts where I was like, hmm, like when, when we were talking about how. So basically what I wanted to say before I held on to the spoiler section is how the ending to me is very much like the movie Clue. Oh. Where it's like you get these various explanations and they make logical sense. They all make sense. Uh And then you find out that it's not true. That's true. I feel like we referenced Clue just recently with another book, though. We did. I I don't remember what book it was. It was maybe Turn of the Key? It might have been that. I don't remember. I, I don't remember either. I thought it was in our Goodreads episode, like our most recent one. Maybe not. Anyway, we've talked about it before. recently. Um, we did talk about it pretty recently. And so that was my initial. So, but with the sentence's death, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, there is no way. He literally like had, he literally was like, Anthony was like sitting at a desk and he was like laying on, he's like, these are the six people it could be. And I was thinking to myself, I was like, there is no way that he made it so that the real killer is one of these six suspects. Really? That's, yeah. I was like, like, it's so unlike Anthony Horowitz to like lay out completely everything and have one of them be true. Oh, I thought it was so clever. I thought that was awesome because I was like, oh yeah, I'm tracking with you. We're going to solve this together. Like I was totally on the same page with him. I wasn't thinking he's trying to throw me off. I was like along for the ride. So, you know, I was just, I kept thinking to myself, I was like, it, there's no way it's one of these six people. It's got to be someone else because he's been, he likes to leave us with a crazy twist ending. Mm-hmm. So it's, in my head, I was like, 
there's no way that he would make it so that he could logically fully explain it in a way that like made a lot of sense mm-hmm. and, like like well perhaps to you for picking that up because i definitely didn't thank you thank you and so that's why when like when he made the, there was two two previous explanations before the real one so when he made the first one which was one of the six both of them were one of the six suspects but when he made the first one which was probably one of the most one of the more obvious suspects well we um, can talk about it because it's the spoiler section it was um it was the guy that he was uh defending Um, oh yeah Uh uh-huh yeah like that i thought that that could have been a very obvious suspect and the fact that it was like that was his first explanation of who did it and it made you want to think that that was like the real the real uh perpetrator i was like "Mm." i get it and like i love the way that like anthony corbett's they analyzed like the blue the bilberries he was eating because it was gonna help yeah that was that was really clever it was super clever and it made some semblance of sense Mm, at the same time i was like i want it to be twistier than this I know, I was kind of like, oh, okay, we've solved it. That's what I was saying earlier without trying to actually spoil of like, oh, he's kind of solved it. And there's still a good chunk of this book left. So Mm -hmm. I don't know what else is going to happen. Also, another comparison that actually happens in both books that you didn't mention is that Anthony gets hurt. That's true. (laughs) He mentions it too, him and his wife talk about the fact that he kept getting hurt. I don't remember... The, the second one, he got stabbed. What did he? What happened to him in the first one? Did he get shot? I think he got shot. But for some reason, I feel like he got stabbed again. Me too. That's what I was thinking. When he got stabbed, I was like, because I think I remember that in both books, he talks about, like, that there is a knife sticking out of him. Yeah. Because, like, the way he phrased it about, like, there was suddenly six inches of knife sticking out of my chest. I was uh-huh. like, I feel like he said this He said that. In the last <laughs> book. We totally could be wrong, but it does sound pretty similar. It really does. And I I have the word is murder with me now. And I kind of just want to find out if that's true. <laughs> but, like, it's a wild time. Oh, yeah. Oh, wait. There's something about how he passes out. Yep. There was a lot of... Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Hold on, hold on. There's still no movement in my legs. Oh, because did he get shot? Hold up. Hold up. Hold up. Wait a minute. I think he got stabbed. Does he? Hold on. I think so. That is hilarious. I really... Wait a second. Oh, is that the baby? Uh, yes. Oh, my goodness. I think he gets stabbed again. I really do. Because he talks about, like, <laughs> pain on his chest. And, like... What? There's a Maybe lot of he blood does. on his shirt. I really think he gets stabbed for a second time. In, I in, think you're going to keep looking until you find it, aren't you? You're not going to give up. You know, maybe he could stab with a scalpel oh i'm pretty sure because it keeps talking about how he picks up a scalpel uh-huh yep it says this as i stared at the perpetrator the perpetrator walked over to i'm saying perpetrator instead of the name 
he, uh, the <laughs> perpetrator walked over to me. I saw the light of neon shimmering in the silver blade. Then, without hesitating, the perpetrator plunged it into me. Oh my gosh. Two stabs. That's hilarious. Anthony, be a See, little more creative, buddy. Don't get See, stabbing yourself. Do you think so? So now, doing this actual comparison in the spoiler section, are you feeling less like that he was creative? Like, are you feeling kind of like, are you docking him points for creativity now? Or um, do you still think that they... I still- I still think it's creative. I just think he needs to follow a different pattern so it's not as predictable. Well, if there is a third book. I'll be looking out for that stab. We'll be looking (laughs) out for it. Yeah. So what did you rate it, Mad? I rated it a five star. Okay. Awesome. So do you want to get into, like, the, the, the major, major twist at the end? For sure. Let's go for it. How about you lay it out? I've talked quite a bit. Oh, Sure. So, what happens at the very end is Anthony thinks he has figured out what, who has, I know you kind of already said this, he thinks that the um, guy that he was representing in the divorce goes and kills him. And he has all these specific details, and it totally makes sense, and he tells Hawthorne, I know who did it, he tells Hawthorne, he's like, yep, you just gotta tweak a little bit of this stuff, whatever. Oh, and the other One death thing... he ta- says is an accident because the man had fallen on train tracks. Yep. And the interesting part about this book is that there's another detective, which that is also in the first book. But, but this detective is, she's like, I want this solved, I want this case solved, I want my name on it, essentially. Like, I don't care, like, anything that you're figuring out with Hawthorne, because she threatens Anthony. She's like, anything you solve with him or figure out with him or wherever you guys go, you need to tell me. Mm -hmm. And so he, when he solves it, he tells Hawthorne, and then he's like, I have to go tell this inspector. And he's like, okay. So he goes and tells her, and she makes the arrest, and then Hawthorne later is like, yeah, that's not right. And he's like... And Anthony's like, what? Are you telling me that she just, like, arrested the wrong person? Are you serious? Like, I, like, led her astray. And, like, Hawthorne's like, yeah, because then now she'll look bad. (laughs) Yep, because he really doesn't like her. Uh And then Anthony feels guilty about it. But also, she really is a horrible person, like, to character. Like, you're like, wow, she's not very nice. Yeah. (laughs) And um, so what happens is Hawthorne actually says no this the thing that happened in the past actually was connected and they go to one of like the widow's house and um you find out that she confesses to the crime the widow does Mm -hmm. um but and you're like wow okay that totally makes sense and then her uh hawthorne is like yeah no like you're 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 lying lying. and he's like what (laughs) Because, actually, it was her son, and she was covering up for her son. And he's, like, a teenager. Yeah, and he's, like, barely featured in the story at all. Oh, yeah. And, like, only a little bit. Only a little bit, which is what I love so much. And, like, the reason Hawthorne knows. So, basically, what happens is the guy that – sorry, I took over for you. No, go Uh for it. The guy that died on the train tracks was a friend who was there at the caving expedition when the widow's husband had died. I mean, he went to the the lawyer that was killed and was like, hey, I really need money. 
if you could please give like can I please borrow some money I need to get this really expensive surgery because he was gonna die otherwise mm-hmm. and so basically what happens is like Cor- like Anthony Corbett's thought that that was an act complete accident falling on the train tracks and the guy had been super happy like making plans with his wife to like hang out that night and be super excited because he said that like the lawyer gave him the money but in reality he didn't and the death was actually not a murder or an accident but a suicide and mm-hmm. they told they talked about how he had like planted himself to be happy and like made all these like clues to look like he wanted to live so that it looked like an accident when he committed suicide so his wife mm-hmm. could claim the life insurance policy yeah um, so so he like lays that all out and he was like but before he died he came over he came to, to you Mm-hmm. And, he's like, and he he told you the truth that they never went back for her husband to like look for him and they just let yeah. him die and so one of the details that Hawthorne picks up about this kid is that when they first meet the widow her son is like a really huge um what's the word I'm thinking of um fan. eavesdropper eavesdropper oh he's a huge <laughs> I fan. Was saying, well he is a huge fan of like Sherlock Holmes stuff because the way that he um some wait right yeah like some of the stuff that the way he like goes about committing the crime like kind of follows along some like a crime that happens in one of the Sherlock Holmes books Mm -hmm. and so he picks up on that as well but he's an eavesdropper and so and it's a very small detail which I love the small details Mm -hmm. um, that lead back to stuff it's never the big stuff um and so basically he eavesdropped on the conversation found out that those two men never actually like cared for his dad well mostly the lawyer didn't actually go back to look for mm-hmm. his dad mm-hmm. so then the next day when um his when his mom's having an affair basically he leaves he bikes over which is like this light that they see which they think was a flashlight but it was really the light of his bike and he had this lawyer guy had been like the second father to him so he felt really mm-hmm. strong and he kills him with the wine bottle um and then, like, does all the Sherlock Holmesy stuff. And when, mm-hmm. um, when his mom heard about like some details about the case, about, the like, crime, yeah, about about the crime, about like this green paint that was used, she remembers that her son was covered in green paint and blood. And, and she's stuff. like, "Oh no!" And then she puts the two and two together, and then she wants to, like, essentially go to jail for him mm-hmm. and cover up for him, so he doesn't have oh, to. I love a good cover yeah. up. Yeah, it's so, so good. So essentially, it's kind of like two twists because it's Mm -hmm. like you think you get one, you get the case solved because you think Anthony solved it. And then you're like, oh, it's the widow. But dun, dun, dun. It's her son. It's the son. Ah, beautiful. So clever. Loved it. Yeah, so I think that's the end of our little spoil section. Do you have anything else you want to say that's spoilery, Haley? I don't think so. All right. Well, I'm trying to rack my brain. I don't think so. All right. Well, then now we're done with our spoils then. So it was just a beautiful book. I'm a big fan. We should always read Anthony Horowitz. Always. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And we definitely need to check out the Moriarty and stuff like that. Yeah, in the house. I will. Definitely. Yes. I'm actually going to see if the library, my local library, has a copy of it. Are you, you going to walk by the library today? No, well, I did already. Uh, um, but, no, I can look up online. But, 
we'll see. I think that would be so fun. And where you are, Mad, there's a local library that you can get a card for. I don't know if you know that, that is or true. not. I actually just got the card for it the other day. <gasps> no way. I did. That would be so cool that even though you're at school and I'm here, that we could still, kind of like what we just have been doing, we will be able to read a book together and still be able to give you some book reviews, like combined book reviews. Mm-hmm. But, I'll even look for House of Silk. Awesome. And uh, Lit Sisters, don't get discouraged if the next few are just Anthony Horowitz. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. All right, Haley, so what are you reading today? I am trying to finish up The Silence of the Girls. Oh, yeah. Um, I got that book a year ago. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> for my September 2018 book of the month. That's okay. Um, I haven't even read my may 2017 book of the month oh gosh (laughs) well i'm really liking it i'm not sure exactly where the story is going to go it's essentially it's based on during like a greek and roman uh war like the um with troy Ah, i would hate this yeah i know (laughs) um and about this girl who she was like the queen of her city and it was taken over by Achilles and his army and um she's essentially his like slave um and it's like her about her and the the life of the women that are captured by the army from the different cities and stuff and um I'm not sure exactly where it's gonna go I don't remember like I guess like, you know, in, like, your little synopsis where it's mm-hmm. like, ooh, what's the thing that's, like, going to happen that you're leading up to? I don't even remember what that was or, or what it is. So I'm kind of just going with it. And I'm like, all right, we're just, we're just taking it as it comes. So it's really a chill read. Like, it's very, like. That's great. There's not a ton. Like, there's some action in it that happens. But it's not something that I'm, like, page turner, page turner. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm just like, oh, yeah, I can just kind of take a breather and, and take it in. So. That's pretty good, but I'm hoping to finish it within the next few days, and our book of the month should be coming, so be. I'm excited to dive into what that is and um, some other books that I have requested from the library. Oh, fun. Mm-hmm. What about you, Matt? What are you reading? Well, I am back to reading The Flight Portfolio by Julie nice. Reinder, so, but I'm trying to get a lot more reading done recently, so hopefully I'll get it done. All right, well, That's thanks awesome. for taking a break from reading. Now go flip some pages. Hello. <coughs> Whoa. <laughs> Man. Okay, I'm start at 50. You guys take the breath away.